Well, I'd like to raise my glass. Good morning. It's a nice coffee schmooze morning. It is snowing like a motherfucker. There is so much snow. It began last night. And it is really just a winter wonderland. I have a gigantic tree outside of my apartment building. And it is just blowing. It's just been blowing all night. I'm feeling kind of like I'm developing a relationship with the tree. Just a, um, I don't know what it is. It's like, I, I feel the tree. I feel the tree. And it, it has a personality. I like to look at the tree. I look at the tree all day. And when the tree is just, just getting blown in the wind, I'm always just like, wow, the tree is, the tree is blowing in the wind. It's hard to explain. It's, I would I would miss the tree if the tree wasn't there. And I love the tree. The tree can accept my love. And uh it it has it has a magic to it. My friend um my friend is this black man from Chicago. Not this. Well, he is a black man from Chicago. And he told me that on his grandmother's deathbed, she said, um, like, listen to the trees. They speak to you. They speak. And he was like, I don't know if that's bullshit. If that was just some crazy shit she was saying on her deathbed. Or if that was the truth. Um... I'd like to think it, I'd like to think it's the truth. I'd like to think that the trees are talking. I don't know. I just think there's, I'm, I, I like to think those things because I like to think maybe, maybe it's because I find comfort in the idea that like there's realms, like there's realms and dimensions beyond, you know, what we see, what we comprehend. That's comfort, you know? Maybe it's comfort because, like, it, maybe it's it gives you a little bit of hope that, like, this isn't all there is. It's not like this to total blackness. Not blackness as in the color of a person, but just, like, after this, it just shuts off. Like, turning a television off. So. Yeah. Another interesting thing is that his his dad... We went out to dinner, my friend, Doc, Dr. Justin, we'll call him, Dr. Justin and his dad, we went out to dinner, and his dad was telling this story about, like, he got hit by a car in Washington, D.C., and he was on the ground, and then, like, some, some he said, like, an angel came to him in the form of a man and, like, gave him a hat. And told him he was going to be alright. That he wasn't going to die. And then like disappeared. But he went to the hospital and he had the hat. You know. So he was in the hospital bed with the hat on. And we were at dinner. And then just after his dad told the story. Justin said to his dad. Or oh, it could have just been some crazy motherfucker giving you a hat. <laughs> so that. <laughs> so that's. That's fun. Those are some fun memories.
so it is snowing it is really snowing and i don't um i don't really have proper snow boots i forgot i forgot to pack them so going outside's going to be a real bummer but new york um you know there's a it's there's a stay it's not like a stay at home order but with this snow and this temperature and no indoor dining it's kind of a stay like it's a stay at home order and so i find myself in a form of solitary confinement not anything close to those um in the federal penitentiary or in a state penitentiary i can go on the internet i can call people i can do some good facetiming but you know i'm i'm solo dolo and so it reminds me it reminds me of um one thing i learned when i was interning at the office of the public defender there's these jails that are that they have and this is for state state crimes of course they this is uh they have jails where if you like you're you're waiting you haven't been sentenced to county or like you haven't been sentenced they're just like holding jails well the prosecution is preparing their case against you in those jails for serious felonies they keep the guys in solitary confinement 23 23 hours out of the day and one hour they get to go walk outside and those jails are really fucked up and the public defender the public defender who I work for explained that to me he said he said like the idea of penitentiary comes from catholicism like to repent you know and in catholicism the idea is that the the a person's access to god and thus salvation is through isolation so you know the idea behind these prisons is that if you keep a man by himself he will find god and then repent that's what he told me that's what this public defender told me i thought that was interesting and then the public defender continued he said look but the reality is is that humans are social creatures and we strive we strive to be social we need each other as much as we hate each other we need each other and uh so most people in there go crazy and so they'll take the plea deal just to get out of there or they'll lose their fucking minds and i think about that as this winter approaches in new york city living in a studio apartment during COVID-19. I think about that. I'm like, you know, 
you have to make a real concerted effort to connect with your loved ones. Because we all need each other. Having said that, I wouldn't want to be stuck in an apartment with anyone else during this time. You know, it's like the grass is always greener. You know, because it's, you know, what are you going to do? Games are a good way to get through it. Games, play a lot of games. If you have a good chess partner, good gin rummy partner, all of these things are important. I've sold a couple paintings. So that was that's been nice via via the previous podcast. The last podcast I did, I explained the painter's struggle and uh I was able to sell the paintings. And I love it. I love going to the post office with a painting, picking out the package, putting the painting in the package, writing the address going to the window, handing the package to the person, then typing it up, asking if it has any hazardous materials, and then me sending it off. It's just something very... It's it's a very therapeutic process. So that's been nice. Now I'm just watching the snowfall. Today I have an interesting... Uh, work assignment a very interesting work assignment so basically about a year ago there's this family not so much a family but they're a couple so maybe yes a family they are a couple's a family too david a couple is a family so there's this couple, and uh, I guess it helps to know that they are Chinese, just just for um, visuals, and because it kind of, like, I know this could happen to anybody, but it feels, it feels very Eastern. It feels Eastern, the story of it. So... It's a Chinese couple. The man is 64. The woman, 51. But she looks so healthy. Very beautiful, beautiful, beautiful older woman. And then one day, early in the morning, she wakes up in screaming pain. Around 4 a.m. Screaming pain. Her head is on fire. It is. She is in so much pain. So they call an ambulance. And they bring her to the hospital. And at the hospital. They diagnose. They diagnose her with Maui Maui disease. And Maui Maui disease is this disease where the blood cells go to your brain, but once they get to your brain, they contract, and then your brain thinks it needs to get more blood, so more blood comes to your brain, and then there's too much blood in your brain, and then you have a, and then it hemorrhages, and then you get a tumor, 
and you then you get a seizure. So that's what happened to this woman. So then they needed to do emergency brain surgery. And they cut off half of her skull, took it off to get the blood out. And she's basically been a vegetable ever since. And she's had to have the skull put back on her head in a separate surgery. But now she's at her husband's house and uh, that's his life now. You know, massaging her, bathing her, taking care of her. Her brother's helping. The younger brother. And I'm like, that is a nightmare. That is a horror story. You know, that's that's hell. One day you're just in pain. They have to cut off half of your skull, do emergency brain surgery, and then you're just a vegetable. So I have to talk to the the family, get to help them out with some forms because... You know, she still is, like, eligible for um, health benefits from her workplace. And so she needs to apply to probate court to be... No, the husband needs to go to probate court to be like, Hey, let me be in charge of all this woman's finances and health decisions because she's incapacitated and can't make these decisions on her own accord. So it's very sad. But it's interesting for me to be able to go and like learn about these different stories and see these different worlds and you kind of get like it adds to the like whatever my understanding of the world is, you know, like this constant expanding of you know, like you just go through life and it's like your experiences make a quilt and every experience you have, you add to the quilt and it like broadens your worldview and helps you go deeper. And then the second thing is, is that, you know, it, it feels good to help people, you know, even though I, I, I'm not doing much, but I, I'm, I'm playing a role. Attorney Dave, you know, attorney Dave's here to help you with the probate forms. You know, I love Chinese culture. I love Chinese culture and I love Chinese people. So that's kind of, I enjoy that. I enjoy that very much. And then the last thing, it's like I get to fucking talk to people. That's my own personal thing. Because it's, you know, my job, my job was really good for non-COVID times. It could be improved. It was a little lonely, but it was good for non-COVID times. But in COVID times where there's no socializing, really, outside of your your bubble or whatever, you can't go cruise the city, it's a pretty isolating experience. But in isolation, you can, um, if you really focus on feeling. You, if you just sink into the feelings and process the feelings, maybe you can turn the, the period of isolation into a space of expedited growth. 
So, so this has not been a comedy podcast. This has not been a funny one. I know that. I mean, you never know. You never know how these things are going to go because no one's laughing. You're really doing it into the void. I don't have a Robin Quivers, you know, or a Fred Norris. These are Howard Stern's studio hosts who laugh at the shit he says so he can hear it, you know? I don't have I don't have that. I'm I'm in a I'm in a void. Not a void, but it's just into darkness. Or you go on stage and tell jokes, you get an instant reaction. This I have no idea. But feels like a good thing. It's it feels like a good thing to do, a good practice, a good ritual to keep up. I make I you know bought a French press. I make I make French press coffee every morning. And uh it is great. I highly recommend it. But you should really you should have a um A you should have a garbage disposal and B you should have a dishwasher. I always I don't always, but I thought for this situation I was like, "Oh, you don't need those things. You can just wash them by hand." But it is so much work cleaning out a French press every morning by hand. I have to take a paper towel and scoop out the insides, put it in the trash can, scoop out the insides, put it in the trash can, scoop out the insides, put it in the trash can. And then without a dishwasher, I'm washing dishes every day, all day, every day, all day. And it's a lot of work. But I think it's I think it's good to do things that are hard. I think it's good to do things that are hard. So that's so that's my life. So that's so there's really nothing going on. Again, there's nothing there's nothing going on and uh we'll see. We'll see how this winter progresses, but it is nice to look at the snow. It is nice. It's nice. Look, there's something about seasons where everyone's kind of going through the change and the struggle and the experiences together that give the people who are in climates that have seasons a greater empathy and compassion towards their fellow man. Because, you know, when you're in winter, it's hard. So then you just you're like, everyone's going through a hard time. So I'll just treat you with a little bit more respect. When it's just warm all the time, for people just don't know how to act. They just lack compassion. So that's that's the story. That's what's going on. That is what is going on in my small world. There's painting. I still have paintings for sale. Plenty of paintings for sale. Please hit me up if you'd like a painting. Two two people have bought a painting since last week. Two people. So you gotta... You gotta, you know... Keep on trucking. Everyone keep on trucking. Keep on keep on moving along. It'll be nice to have a holiday break. Take a little break. Rejuvenate. Bong bong. <laughs>